Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am your host, Shelby Rose. Today, we're going to have a conversation about being on fire, being on fire for your mission, your purpose, your vision, what it is that you came here to do on this planet. I think a lot of us have been taught and trained over the years that we have to find the motivation within, which I believe parts of are true, that we have to decide or figure out our purpose from a really logical perspective and lens. And today we're going to break down a couple different things. So first of all, we're going to talk about Why no one really wants to or no one will get into your world when you are not on fire with a message. Number two, we're going to talk about how do we create this fire from a really authentic place and where we're not having to convince ourselves of a mission, right? Like we're not trying to hype ourselves up. It just is a fire that burns within us because we know it is our path We know it is our purpose. We know it is our mission. And then the third thing we're going to talk about is how to really tap into a vision, a mission, and a purpose that is coming from our inner being, from our soul, from our higher self, rather than one that is ego or human self logic created. So this was really inspired because I had this realization over the past few weeks, and I'm excited to share it when the time is right, but I had this epiphany moment where I realized there are parts of my business that I have been holding on to, clinging to out of what I thought this business would be, of out of what I thought I am supposed to do from a very human perspective, from a very logical perspective of what makes sense based on what I've been doing over the past few years, right? I've built this business. I've built this huge podcast brand. I've built this social media following, and there are parts that I'm feeling called to release. And that's terrifying for the ego and the human self. And at the same time, as I allowed myself to really tap into that and be like, actually this, I'm trying to convince myself that this business this part of my business is in alignment when my inner being is saying, oh, hell no, we got other stuff to do. We have bigger fish to fry. We have more of an impact to make, but this is not the impact. This is the impact, right? And when I finally released what I thought it was supposed to be and I allowed my <laughs> the information that I had been resistant for, resisting for a very long time that had been coming through and in many different ways, When I actually allowed that information to come through, all of a sudden I went from convincing myself that I was inspired to being on fire. On fire, you guys. Like so lit up by this vision, this mission, and this purpose. And since this tiny shift has occurred, this aha moment has occurred, there have been more people coming into my world There have been new opportunities. People are reaching out and saying, wow, your energy, something shifted. You you look really vibrant. You look really radiant. Even I went to therapy yesterday and she's like, Shelby, you look really good. Like you look really healthy. You're glowing. And she's like, what's changed since our last appointment? And 
there was a few things that had occurred. And I think the biggest thing though, was I had a retreat that I had hosted. And for the first time on this retreat, I actually participated in the activities. I was right there alongside each of these women doing the practices, doing the activities, showing up with them, doing the healing work with them. And the energy of that weekend is something that I will never be able to fully put into words. But what I left with is just, we did, we did a lot of release work on this retreat actually. And what I didn't realize until that therapy appointment, when I was talking about the past and not, and feeling like I was talking about the past from a whole new perspective and a whole new lens. What I didn't realize had happened is that there was this internal shift where I really truly released so much. So I'm sharing this part of it because one, I have a retreat coming up in Colorado in November. And I want to invite you to be there because <laughs> it, it is potent. And all of these, I was, I was the only one who knew these women and I didn't know all of them well when they came. Many of them, you know, I knew one or two of them pretty well, but one of them I didn't know at all other than through social media. And I know there's a lot of fear sometimes of showing up to an event of what, are, what is it going to be like? What are the women going to be like? Am I going to fit in? Am I going to feel uncomfortable? Am I going to feel safe? Oh my gosh, safety in female situations, right? How many of us have been in a situation where we do not feel safe around our female friends? And I just want to tell you that the level of connect, we have a group chat still going, like deeply connected from this four day experience. Uh friendships that I will have for the rest of my life. And a part of being on fire the way I'm on fire now is having that support of people who can really truly see me, hold space, and go to the levels and the depths that I desire to go in my friendships. If you need a group of women to run alongside of, get yourself to the November retreat. It will literally change the way you see the world. And you might not realize it right away because when we shift, we don't even realize the shifts that have happened until we're like in a similar situation, having conversations we've had. And we're like, oh my God, I'm different. I want that for each of you. I want you to feel on fire. I want you to feel lit up. And that's part of what we're going to do at the Colorado Treat. You can go to shelbyrose.com forward slash CO retreat or go to the link in the show notes to learn more. Okay. The second thing I want, so what I was mentioning in the beginning is that the first thing I want to talk about, not the second thing, the first thing I really want to dive into is this idea that no one wants to buy from someone who is not on fire. And this is for anyone who, and actually this is literally for anyone because we are all selling something, whether it is an idea, whether it is authority, right? If you're a um, a mom or a dad and you're like, well, I don't have a business. Great. Amazing. You're selling an idea, a concept to your children, right? I think we, we, t- we think of sales and we think of it as something like it's, it's gotten this negative connotation, right? I think about, I don't know why this is the idea that sometimes I think things get negative connotations. Like I think about the word fuck. I love the word fuck. But so many people are so offended by the word fuck. They think it's this terrible word. It's like, why, why was fuck ever, Sorry if you have children listening. <laughs> Apologies. Hopefully by now you know. I do swear on this show. Why Why is that word such a negative thing? I remember saying, I think I said ass or fuck or something in the second grade. And I remember I went to a Catholic school 
and I remember I got sent to the principal's office and she was like, that's a really bad word. Like, you know, called my mom and my mom was like, in our household, it's not a bad word. And I was like, yeah, what's so bad about the word ass? What's so bad about the word fuck? And oh gosh, I'm going to forget why I was saying, saying this story in the first place. Oh, sales. So I think sales sometimes gets a negative rap because we think about the very, you know, we're all being sold things that in aren't always in integrity, right? I think when we think about corporate, sometimes things aren't in integrity and we think that sales is a bad thing when in reality it's the uh, belief systems that we've attached to it. But no one wants to purchase from someone, whether it's an idea, a belief, no one wants to, like, if you think about dating, oh my gosh, I've gone on dates with people and it's been like, whoa, your energy is so negative and you are so not on fire about life right now, which is, we all have phases, right? If that's where you're at, no shame, no foul. We all have phases. We all have a journey we're on, but I don't want to be in that energy. I don't want to spend time in that energy. If you are teaching on something and you're like, yeah, I'm just teaching on it because I want to get the sale or I just want this outcome, but you're not actually on fire and passionate about what you're doing in the world, people will feel it and you'll wonder why aren't the sales coming? Why don't people want to hear the message I have to say? Why aren't people connecting to my product or my brand? Are you on fire? Are you really truly on fire? Are you translating that fire into the online space? Can people feel that in what you're saying? Or are you dimming down what you really believe? Here's something, here's something I think a lot of times our soul has a really potent message to share, but we want to dim it down to make other people uncomfortable or make other people comfortable, not uncomfortable. We want to make people feel safe, right? Not that we do want to make people feel safe, but we want to make no triggers, right? No, no discomfort, nothing. So we don't actually share the full message. We dim it down and then we don't, we don't connect to it because it's not the message that's meant to come through us. So I want you to think about, here's a great, great example. Are there things in your life that you feel that you are convincing yourself of? And here's the example I want to share with you. I was, uh, I grabbed coffee with one of my friends, uh, this morning and he, (laughs) he's a great guy, uh, entrepreneur. He lives in, in the Denver area and he was one of my friends and mentors, the last time I lived here and we grabbed coffee. We hadn't caught up in about three years and we were both just sharing, you know, what's new in business and all the, all the things. <laughs> and I was asking him about his business. He's like, yeah, I really love construction. He was like, and as he was saying it, I could tell he was like trying to pull the words back in. And he was like, wait, that's actually not true. I don't love construction. He's doing like brokering. I don't know. Um, I'm not going to explain everything he's doing. Anyways, that's one piece of he's in the construction industry doing business, whatever. And he was like, actually, let me pull that back. I don't love the full construction industry. I love the simplicity of what I'm doing right now. And <laughs> I think a lot of us are sitting here trying to convince ourselves and not being real with ourselves about what we're trying to convince ourselves of, right? Where we're speaking words and as we speak them, we can feel that there is a conflict within our body of the words we're saying and what we actually believe to be true. And when we don't check that, people around us will start to pick up on that vibe and that energy of, hmm, I don't really know. Something doesn't quite feel right about this. 
I really like what she's saying, but I just feel like there's a disconnect. And it's not that they are perceiving anything other than the disconnect between you and you. Because the disconnect that happens when we miss that internal convincing. And to me, what it feels like is, is literally like, I feel like my throat starts to kind of close up a tiny bit. It's not, not so obvious that I can't get the words out, but it just feels like there's a little constriction or maybe a little pit in my stomach. As I'm saying it, I can feel this tiny pit in my stomach where it's like, mm, that's not actually true. But if we're not paying attention, we miss that. And then we wonder why we're not on fire. And we wonder why we have to convince ourselves to get motivated, why we have to try to give ourselves a pep talk to get motivated or behind the mission or purpose or vision that we're telling ourselves is ours. What if that's not actually our mission, our vision, our purpose? And by convincing ourselves that it is, we're actually blocking the real clarity from coming through. We're attaching to what it has to look like right now, trying to figure everything out. And so instead of being on fire with purpose and so deeply connected to our inner being that we just know what that vision is and how to bring it forth, we start to have to convince ourselves. And in that convincing, we lose so much of our life force energy because we're trying to (laughs) override truth. So number one, people are never going to purchase from you when you are not on fire. You might get one or two and they may, it may actually feel a little bit out of of alignment. When you are on fire, you are a magnet. People listen to what you have to say. They will want to get into your energy because you are on fire. So how do you get on fire? Number one, notice where you are lying to your own internal being. About what you actually feel is. You know, the words that are coming out of your mouth that you're like, it's not actually true. I can't actually, <clears throat> choking it back. Like as you're saying it, you're like, oh, I want to pull that back into my mouth. It's not actually true. Where do you feel that right now? When you speak about what you do, sometimes it is imposter syndrome. Absolutely. Sometimes it's imposter syndrome. And sometimes we are trying to convince ourselves. So pay attention know that difference and and it may take time to develop this you might not know what this is right away if you're actually struggling to develop this understanding of what is your inner being and what is imposter syndrome i want to invite you to join a month-long mini mind i guess it is and it's you guys it's so reasonable right now y'all need to get in it while the prices are what it is right now it's 222 for a group program mini mastermind $222 with Voxer access to me in a group format. Y'all, we are going to go through how to tap into a vision, a purpose, a mission that absolutely lights your soul on fire. If you are not on fire right now, I want you to get into the visionary because it is going to change the game of how you show up you're going to be able to build audiences. If you want to do this specific, so that's called the visionary. The visionary is a four week, five week. You actually get a clearing energy clearing with it. Masterclass, mini mind that is going to ignite your vision. If you feel unclear about your vision, you need to get into this program. Number two, if you want to specifically connect to your podcast audience and 
when you speak, whether that be a podcast audience or even on your Instagram or social media platforms, because here's the thing, my TikTok has gone from, I don't know, I had like 50 followers <laughs> to over 3,300 3, now in just a few short months because of the energy of how I show up. If you want to build that kind of audience, if you want to build that kind of connection with your podcast, I have a pro, uh, masterclass called Speak With Soul. It's $88. You also get my podcast lab, which is all about editing, recording, uploading, distributing, marketing, monetizing a podcast for $88. So these two are really low ticket offers, you guys. Um, podcast uh, masterclass is October 11th and the prices go up for the mini mind October 10th. It's so reasonable. And there's a $58 payment plan. You guys can get in for literally $58 right now. It's insane. Okay. So last thing I want to share with you guys, the third, third last slash last thing I want to share with you is how do I reconnect? How do I get that fire? And again, we are going to go through this in depth in the visionary. Both of those are also linked in my, um, in the show notes, if you are wondering where to find the information and they're on my website, um, or you can go to the link in my Instagram bio. But if you are struggling to feel that fire, the biggest thing I can tell you is to reconnect to yourself first. As I shared, one of the biggest ways that I did that in the past month is, is actually co- like hosting a retreat, but participating in the retreat. So maybe that means taking a week off what you're doing to just step back and get clarity. Maybe that means there has been something that your intuition has been nudging you to do that you just need to take the first step on. Maybe it is cleaning things up. Y'all, I stopped drinking alcohol three months ago and it has changed my life. I, I can't explain it. I'm like, why, 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 did I, why, do, why do I consume this stuff? And yes, I'll probably have a margarita in the future, or a glass of red wine, but like three months off alcohol is literally giving me so much clarity. Maybe there is something in your life that is not serving you that you need to focus on. So think about when we think about reconnecting to our vision, think about connecting to and clearing up your physical, mental, and emotional bodies. When the physical, mental, emotional are more clear, the spirit is easier to drop in because there's not all this other fuzz in the way, right? You don't have all this like gunk clogging up the system. And the last thing I want to say about this is that when we have a vision, so visions to me that come from our higher self, this is what they're going to feel like. And this is what it feels like for me. It feels like a psychic download. You guys, I was sharing with one of my friends that I have this vision. Many of you have probably heard it before. I have this vision of the house I'm going to live in in my forties maybe 50s, I don't know, but I know it's a house in my future. I know it exists. I have no idea when it's going to happen, but I, I, I've seen this house over and over and over again in meditation. And I kept asking spirit, but what does my 30s look like? Like I have nothing. There is nothing, no clarity. What do the 30s look like? And all of a sudden I was sitting in meditation after having done the things we're going to go through in the visionary, all the practices, all the steps, And I was sitting in meditation and this house dropped in. It's more like a condo. One of those like three story with the garage below and the two stories above really trendy townhomes. And it was like, this is, this is next. 
And I can't explain it, but with that came this next vision of my next evolution within business. With that came new visions that dropped in as well. And to me, the visions that we have when they're really a more of like a psychic download or something that kind of drops in rather than us creating them from the logical mind, it's like it comes to us and then we get to expand upon it. We get to dream, we get to play, we get to be in the energies, but it comes to us, right? I share this example all the time is I, <laughs> I've known since I was like 10 years old that I was going to have a business. I remember playing Um, We'd play office when I was a kid and I was always like so amped to play this game. I loved business. I loved playing like I was a businesswoman and I just knew. And I would tell people when I graduated college and I was working as a clinical dietitian, I was like, I can't explain it, but I just know one day I'm going to have my business and a business. And it was every cell in my body knew this to be true. It's like, I can't explain it. I just know what's happening. And here I am. I was like thinking about that. I was like, not only have I created this, I've created two successful businesses since then. And I've been on fire for them. But that fire didn't come because it was something that I created. And don't get me wrong, I did decide I wanted to do this. It was like, it was me that decided I wanted to do it. But it wasn't the ego or the human Shelby. It was the higher self Shelby that was like, fuck yes, this is what I came here to do. This is what we're doing. And don't get me wrong, there will be challenges and trials along the way. There will be obstacles that we have to overcome it will not always be sunshine and rainbows on that path but when there is a fire that burns from within when we face those challenges when we face those trials we will keep going because it is our vision and it is our vision to create here on this planet i'm gonna leave you guys with that if you feel called come join us for the visionary it is going to be an epic transformational program I can feel it, y'all. Um, <laughs> if you follow me on my stories, I was asking for clarity actually at the retreat. It had downloaded in the visionary. I was like, okay, cool. Another another program. What am I gonna do with this? And I was on the retreat. I was like, Spirit, if you want me, to, if you want me to put this out into the world, you're gonna have to make it really clear. So I was kind of feeling resistance around it. Um, I wanted to go back to the comforts of programs I've taught before. And I shit you not, on the retreat, I pulled like two or three cards that said the visionary. And then this fly kept bugging the shit out of me. And I was like, God, what is this fly doing here? What What does he want? And then all of a sudden I was like, it dropped into my brain, like look up what flies mean, like spiritually. And I was like, okay, whatever. And all of a sudden I read, it was like flies mean the vision. And I was like, oh, oh, dropping shit. Oh, this, this is, this is what I'm here this is why this fly is bothering me, right? And there was like a couple other signs that that had come up and I was like, I hear you, right? So not only do I believe this is gonna be potent, but uh, my higher self is like, you need to put this out into the world. The humans need this. If you feel the call, go get in now. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here. If this podcast episode resonated with you, please do share it with a friend or family member. This is how this message gets out to more people. It is through you, through my audience, and I am so appreciative of all of you. If you appreciate the show, I hope you share it with someone you love. Thanks, you guys.